You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. About the mitzvah of tefillah, the mitzvah of davening, the mitzvah of serving God. That's a mitzvah from the Torah. Now the Rambam says that that mitzvah appears a number of places in the Torah. Rambam says it appears in Parshas and he also appears in this week's parsha where it says Vosavodu. That's in this week's parsha when it speaks about, I believe the Novi Sheker, I think. I believe so. When it speaks about how God is testing us, he wants us to be ovated. him. He wants us to serve him. He wants us to be involved. Omar Vaososavod, of course, that's in, I believe, in Parshas Veschanon, uh, I think. And then we also have Ula Ovdoi, which was, I believe, in last week's Parsha, in Parsha's Ekev. So the Rambam has a number of different places where he says God commands us to serve him, to do an Avoda. And the Rambam says, even though that obviously Avoda can take many, many formats, and he says it's something which is in some sense, your whole life can be an Avoda. For some person, you know, walking in the street could be an avoda. Speaking to people could be an avoda. Uh, avoda is it, it can include whatever your, your your vocation is. But he says, There's a specific thing that avoda means for everyone, and that is a tzivui ala tfila. Tzivui that tfila needs to occur. Words need to be uttered by you towards the Creator. And, and he quotes the Chazal on this, where he says, La'ovdo means tefillah. Now, he also quotes this other Chazal, La'ovdo Zet Talmud, which is a little bit connected to one of the things we're going to talk about today, which is learning during the time people are supposed to be davening. So why the Rambam quotes this is, a, is, is interesting. Why the Rambam actually quotes in the Sefer Mitzvahs, when he's trying to say there's one Yichud, which is davening, the Rambam also quotes that the word La'ovdo, serving of God, could also be through learning. Um, the uh, When he quotes the Brisa, which, uh, which he calls Mishnoso Shrebelezer Beno Shrebiosi Aglili, again, you can see the Rambam's two sources, that Avoda means tefillah. Minayin le'ikr tefillah betocha mitzvos. That sounds that how do we know that tefillah is considered a mitzvah? Even though there's many ways you can serve God, the fact that the Pasuk says, Hashem elokel chatira v'oso sabod, that's in Parshas Vizchanan, I believe. And then he says, avdo b'toroso, avdo b'mikdosho. Once again, he talks about being obeyed with Torah. Now the mikdosh is tefillah. What does that mean, serve God in the Mikdash? Doesn't, obviously, a Kohen can serve God in the Mikdash. How can a Yisrael serve God in the Mikdash? So the Rambam says that means to have a desire to go in, to go to the base of Mikdash and daven there. And, or if you can't be there, to actually be near it or to be towards it. The way Shlomo Melech himself describes in the very beginning of in the first part of Sefer Malachim. So this is the mitzvah of tefillah, which we could have, I guess, talked about tefillah throughout these weeks, any of these places, but because this happens to be 
uh, Parshas Re'eh, which is where this Pasuk comes from. I'm sorry, Va'osa Savodu. I'm sorry, Va'osa Savodu in Parshas Re'eh. I think I have an excuse to talk about tefillah today. So, in order to help me with this, I'm relying on my friends at Surba the Rabbanon. Very wonderful uh, svarim that you can get now. It's being translated into English and upgraded with very important notes. Tzurbam Rabbanon, available from the RZA. Not RCA, RZA. The Religious Zionists of America, not the Rabbinical Council of America. So, here is uh, some sources on this point. Okay. So let's take a look and see what we're going to start with. First of all, of course, um, if we are talking about davening, going to shul, being part of a tzibur, connecting to God through our friends and community. That's part of the way Chazal set up tefillah. Okay, so let's talk about a minion. Um, so obviously uh, we know that it comes from a Pusik in Parshas uh, Achremos, where the Pusik says, I'm sorry, Parshas Kedoshim, where it says, Vinikdashti. Vinikdashti. Vinikdashti betoch b'nei Yisrael. Which means that I can become sanctified within the Jewish people. Chazal say to Gemara Brochos that if it's a thing of being sanctified, you have to have 10 people. It happens because of the recognition of people, because of the, the event. The event is, 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 people are cognizant. It changes them. It means something. How do we know it's got to be 10? And of course, this is my mashma. As Ravnoi, the brother of Rav Chiyabarabba said, it's based on Shava, Betoch. God is sanctified Betoch. It also says Toch where? By Adas Korach, which was, right? But there's another uh, Ada, the, the, the Gemara leaves out the last part, that it says Ada by Korach and Ada by the Maraglim, the Ada Haro'a, the Maraglim, the ten of them were the bad ones. That's connected to Korach. And from Korach, it's connected to the Pasuk of Benikdashti Betoch Yisrael. Now, and we'll see Ramosha Feinstein and others, we've talked about it, have a lot to say about the fact that Korach and company, Maraglim and company, is the proof that ten is what's necessary for Kiddush Hashem and any sort of Dover Shebikdusha. It's not just Kiddush Hashem, a Yochid saying Kiddusha. You need to have that ten. Now, and as the Rambam explains, as you can see, Koasar and Yisrael are called an Eida. Because take out Yeshua Kol if you have ten. The Tsurba people have, in order to sort of, I guess, put some icing on the cake here about the idea of having a minion. And what does it mean when we get 10 people together uh, or 10 men to be able to say Dvarm Shebikdusha? He says that, what does it mean, Rav Soloveitchik explains, 
this icing on the cake, Rav Soloveitchik from his Shiurim. What does it mean that the Pasek Penektashti Betoch Bnei Yisrael? What it means is, obviously, Kiddush Hashem. And Kiddush Hashem, in the simplest way, is, of course, dying on Kiddush Hashem, giving your life for mitzvahs. And that is an amazing Kiddush Hashem. People see how much it means. Now, but there's also getting together in a little shtibel and saying baruchu. But the point Salavechik says is, is that it's all, it's as if it's the whole Jewish people. In other words, let's think about it. Obviously, Kiddush Hashem really only occurs when everyone sees it. You can't say that God's name is sanctified and increased only when you really have all the people, where Klal Yisrael is there totally and completely. Rav Salvechik says, logically, it's only like like at Harsinai and in other places where you could say, or at the Midbar, where they all saw miracles, there you could say that it's really a Kiddush Shmo Yisbarach. But God knew and the Chachamim knew that in Bechinas Maises, we're not going to have all the people of Klaisel together like they were in the Midbar. Therefore, as long as you have an Ada, an Ada, it can be any ten. He says, it doesn't just mean, oh, we've got a minion. Oh, we've got ten people, so now we can say Baruch Ten people come in, we can say a Kaddish. It's not the pshat that 10 people is matir to say a Dabrashem B'Kedusha. It's because when you have 10, then they become Klal Yisrael. Once you have 10, that's the minimum. That, that can now be a living representation of the whole Jewish people. And therefore, when you come in to say Kaddish or Kedusha, and when you have those 10 people, it says, if you're Makadish Shem Hashem with everyone, that's a Vinikdashti Besoch Bnei Yisrael. That's as if this little Shtibel in Paduka, it's as if all the Jewish people in the world are there. Because in ways, whenever you have 10, that is the whole Kaladas Yisrael. Of course, this is a nice Drush, but this is a powerful, powerful way to look at the fact that what we do when we scramble and scratch together a minion, what, what that really means. Now, um, obviously, uh, you can daven b'yechidus if you'd want to, right? You know that we've been doing it, right? Me and Dr. Kogan, we've been davening b'yechidus uh, for quite a time. Um, Richard, I know you've been a, a great millionaire, Jackie, I assume as well. What is, when we talk about avoda, when we talk about, I just told you what, it can, what can happen when you're with it, Zibor, what how amazing it is. But the Shmon Esrei itself can be said, B'yechidus. Um, what is the idea of Davni Minyan and, and how important is it, other than the emotional feeling you get from it? So, in order to uh, uh, discover this, let's take a look at what our friends from Tzurba bring from a Gemara towards the beginning of Masechtas Brachos. Why didn't you come to Davin, Rav Nachman? Why weren't you in, in, at the Bitkneset? I wasn't able to. 
Rashi said he wasn't feeling well. He just didn't have the energy. You're, you're a very important person. You could have gotten people to come to you. Now, again, you would say, well, well how can I ask nine people to come to my apartment? Uh, maybe the daven with Rav Nachman is a schus. You could have gotten some people. He says, I didn't want to be matriach. It's difficult, and I didn't want to impose on people. So he says, you should have said to the Shulich Tzibor, the, the Shamas, you should say, listen, send somebody and let me know exactly when the Tzibor gets there. Now, I remember when I studied this Gemara with you, uh, Moshe and Jack, you might remember, one of the things I made a point of that is, you see from here that they weren't going like the clock. <laughs> Every day was different. It wasn't like it is, okay, when they have the little chart up there. This is where you got to be, 810, you got to be at Baruch Shemar, 816, you got to be by Baruch and you got to follow the chart. No, every day people daven differently. So therefore, the Shliach Tzibur can send the message to Rav Nachman who was sick in his house. It looks like we're going to be at Shmones right about this time. Well, 816 is going to be Baruch and 822 is uh, Alev <laughs> It's Aleinu, yeah. That's not the way it was in the time of Chazal. In the time of Chazal, they might have had a certain fixed time to start, but the tefillahs were different every day. It was, it was obviously very spontaneous and different. So Rav Nachman said, I have to go through such trouble? I'm staying home. I got to know the exact moment that they hit Shmon Esrei, and I should do Shmon Esrei at the same time? So Rav Yitzchok, who came from Eretz Yisrael, said yes. This is what I have a tradition from the great Rabbi Yochanan all the way back to the great Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Why does it say, When is the eight Ratzon? Whenever that Sibur that you're a part of is davening, you should daven along with them. Um, and that, of course, the Bright that says, Rabbi Natan says, that God does not hate the Tfil of the Tzibur. Despite the fact when you daven, God looks at the fact, look at you, schlepper, look at the way you look, look at what you're thinking, now you're davening. I've all, but when it's the, when it's the tzibor, we say, when there's an amount, like this is the same, and I always say this when I teach this. Remember what that Muslims say when they blow themselves up or whatever's going on? Uh, or in general, even the ones that don't blow themselves up, even the good Muslims who don't, and there are many, many that are good Muslims, they say, Allah Akbar, right? El Kabir, God is great, Kabir, right? El Kabir, God, when there's a lot of people, God doesn't find us disgusting. And, what does God say? That if you're Osik Bittorah, Gemilas Chasadim, and you you have redeemed me. It's like you've taken me out of Galut, like God has been restored. Um, it's like I'm not stuck in the in, in, in Galut. Tfilu B'Tzibur is so powerful. So, um, this is the Gemara that stresses how important Tfilu you... Yes. Go ahead, doctor. Uh, isn't uh, the this uh, ten people? Yeah, I'm sorry. Isn't the ten people based on uh, the negotiations of Abraham for for Sodom? Is that the original base of the basis of the ten? That for, for the sake that's of the an ten, interesting source. That, that's an interesting source. Uh, the Rabbeinu Bach, we saw when we've been learning Yerushalmi. You remember Rabbeinu Bach and others quote this Yerushalmi about. 
the ten brothers of, of Yosef who come to Mitzrayim. Uh, that is one, that's another source. I've never seen the, the source you're quoting, the fact that there should be 10. And part of, I think, the reason is we're looking for Jews. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're looking for 10 Jews. We're looking for Kiddush Hashem, is what we're looking for, an aid of, of the Jewish people. So the people, you're right, Avram was arguing and he was hoping to find 10. So, but you're right, that would have been a beautiful source. I don't know if, I, I don't ever remember seeing that as a source. If you can find that, that would be nice to be brought to the table. Okay. So, so, so right now, I it guess. Comes very, it comes very natural to you. <laughs> it comes natural to you. Good. I, 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 I think what, we, what we're trying to establish here is we've established that tefillah is a mitzvah, according to the Rambam. And that it's part, it's really what avoda is supposed to be. But is your avoda missing something? How much is it missing? How much is it missing, Dr. Kogan? How much is it missing, Kimilevich, that you aren't with the Tzibur? How much is our avoda less that we aren't davening mamash with the Tzibur? That's the question for today. Uh, if you... uh, I, I, I heard... I heard an explanation, I'm sorry for interrupting, that uh, if you are praying on your own, so God examines uh, your worth, so to say. Yeah, that's what and we just... you are a very cl- under very close scrutiny, uh, and so you have to be really in perfect state. Right. Yeah. I, I, I was implying that. I guess I should, have, I should have articulated it better. That's what it means. Rabbi Natan says that. God is not moe spitfilos on shorabim. In other words, he doesn't look at all the blotches. Are the tefillahs that I've been doing in this room here behind me, you can see Jackie, I don't know if you can see the shtender that you brought me. That's where most of my davening has been going on in that shtender. I don't know if you can see it. Um, no, you can't because I'm facing the wrong way. But God is looking at me standing at that shtender and saying, that's what you call standing. That's what you call kavana, Right. Now you scratch yourself out to, to, to Davin, right? So, I'm just thinking of the analogy, but if you take um, several plastic bags, let's say 10 plastic bags, each of them has a hole, but you don't align the holes. So it, it looks like that is going to hold the whole bunch. Yes, yes. Is, I think it's a similar idea. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And now, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's a good, that's a nice metaphor. They were all little plastic bags with holes in it. But if we can uh, wrap ten, <laughs> you, you like you don't like that metaphor, Richard? <laughs> I love it. I, we've been called plastic bags before by other scientists. Uh, all right. Well, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> I think we unfortunately or fortunately we are biodegradable. Um, so. Coming to a landfill near you soon. But here's the point. Um, the Shulchan Aruch, based on the language of the Torah, writes the word Yishtadil to be in the Beis HaKneset. Okay. Imhu onus, sheno yochel avol abeit HaKneset, yachavin utpavel b'shoshat zibar mispavelin. So on one hand, he writes Yishtadil. Try. On the other hand, he says, the only excuse is you can't come. Um, right? And, and then the Ramah writes, They don't have a minyan. So they should daven when the tzibur is davening. 
Okay. Shacharit uh, Arvit doesn't talk about Mincha for some reason. Then the Shochnarach writes, "Vachenim Nenas Velovit Palil." He says, "Let's say you're not able, and you couldn't find the time the tzibur was davening, and you're davening by yourself. Try to duck into a big knesset. All right. So those are the three levels: tefillah in the base knesset with the tzibur. That's number one. Two, you can't come to the tzibur, but you're matching them in terms of their time. Three." It's not the tie, but at least you're in the right place. Now, Rav Moshe Feinstein is omade. Why does it? Why does the tour and the Shulchan Aruch use the word Yishtadil? It should say Chayav, Chayav Adam. The same way every onus gets you out of a chiyuv. Why does the Shulchan Aruch start with the word Yishtadil? So let's take a look and see what Rav Moshe writes. So Rav Moshe says. It's a chiyuv, mitzvah. It's not just a hidur. I'll bring you a proof. Rashi says in two places that even though you are a traveler and you're involved in a, an important trip, you need to keep on moving if you could stay in a place that's close to a Beit Knesset. Even though the motel is better here. Even though here you got a, you got a five-star place to stay at a decent price, and you go down the road, to where there's a bit Knesset, the, the 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 hotel prices are more expensive, and they and and, and the hotels are crummier. You still have to go to that other place. Also, Ramosha says, you see, according to the Gemara, and the way Rashi explains the Gemara, you have to go backwards on your trip. So you see how important it is to be in a place where you can daven betzibur. Now, obviously, if you're not traveling, Rav Moshe says, what is the effort you need to do? The effort is similar to a traveler who will go backwards a mill, 2,000 amas of walking, and go, of course, backwards and then back again, which is actually 4,000 amas of extra walking. 4,000 of amas extra walking that frustrate you on your trip that if you can if you can if you can uh, encapsulate that amount of effort that's the amount of effort you have to invest in tilibitsibor imagine you're a traveler and you have to go backwards and lose that time and then go and then of course lose it twice because you're going back and forth that's and, and and therefore if you're at your own house that's the amount of tircha that's the amount of tircha that you must invest in tefillah. More than that, you wouldn't be chayev. In other words, the same way the traveler doesn't have to stay in the hotel in Dayton or wherever it is, or in Toledo, he can stay in one of the other hotels on Route 80 that don't have, if if it's more than a, uh, if it's more than four mil ahead, you, you translate that to how difficult it is for you in your situation. That situation translates for you. So he says, the Rav Moshe says, 
obviously there's many problems. You could say, oh, I got to go. I've got to feed five kids. I'm thinking about my son, Chaim, who actually is very good at tender and minion. He goes to the... Uh, to one of the early minyanim there at uh, North Avenue. But you can imagine someone like Chaim or with more children. Got five kids. They got, they're all similar of ages. They got to get ready. You got to dress them. Oh, the tirch of me to get up so early and still, and still give the kids a bath and still take care of them and still get them ready for the school bus, et cetera, et cetera. You could say in your mind, that's the tirch of a mill going backwards, isn't it? But Rav Moshe says, you've got to be honest with yourself. Maybe it's not so hard for you. Maybe you're Bozo, the clown, in the sense that you know how to, kids, you know how to deal with them. You know how to get, make them happy. You have a, a mode uh, uh, of getting them their ego waffles quick enough that they're all taken care of. And for you, you're organized. So obviously every person's different. The test case is the guy who's traveling. That's like the, the, the paradigm case. Now you want to relate that to everybody in their situation. Rav Moshe says many people, because of inert laziness, will err and say, yeah, this is a tircha for me too. The way I feel, the type of golf I have, oh, the type of headache I have, my wife is going to be so angry that I expose myself to COVID. Whatever your excuse is, you're going to align it to that template. So therefore, the Shulchan Aruch says, be mishtadil. In other words, don't assume, Rav Moshe says, that every tirch is the same. Yeah, this is like going back a mill. Yeah. What you should do is yachmir, a harbei pamit. If, if you don't see it as a tremendous tircha, be honest and actually err the other way in order to go to Beit HaKnesis. So that is, that's Rav Moshe's so beautiful... Rav, in yes. this country, if you want to make it to Minyan, I guarantee you could find a Minyan anywhere. Right, but here the Shailah's Moshe excuses for not going to Minyan. That's what we're talking about. Clearly, it's difficult, and you have to rearrange a lot of things to be a regular Minyan customer, right? How difficult is it and that's the point. And sometimes difficulties show up, you know, uh, often. Uh, and, and, and that level of difficulty, Rav Moshe says, you need to be honest and err the other way. That's why the Shulchan Aruch uses the word Yishtadil. It's interesting that the Aruch HaShulchan, who lived before the Mishnah Bura, says, he says that, Pshita Shulo Yashkem Odom Leilach Baderach Let's say you've got to leave town and it's not, and it's like, a, oh, I got to get on the road. I don't want to hit that traffic. And because you left early, there was no, there's no minion. You can't do that. Even if you're going before dawn, which you could say, well, I left in the middle of the night. I left at four o'clock. Expect me. Uh, no, the says you shouldn't do that because you know that by doing that, you're not going to be able to find a minion. There's no minion in Delaware water grab, right? <laughs> so he says... What well, if you live in the middle of the night and you uh, make sure you have a minion somewhere? Yeah, that's, that's true, Moshe. If in Eaton, Pennsylvania, wherever it is, that's fine. Scranton, that, that's fine. Whether you're to do that or not, that would be depending on a meal. But, but he says you can't say, well, I'm getting up early and I want to get on the road 
in this way, you don't daven b'tzibur. Or Hashulchan says that's wrong. Um, but he says, but people, but people do that. <laughs> Many people are not nizhar and are on the road and aren't davening b'tzibur. There's a plane they have to catch. So he says, and Moshe, you could you could speak about this because you're on the road a lot. But he says the reason why the door, and we all know this was Yechiel Michel Epstein, the great Orach Hashulchan's, one of his, in, his, his, his the pieces about him that makes him stand out is his defense of the Jewish people. <laughs> he he says he knows that many people, even in the end of the 19th century, were not davening b'tzibur. It's because they felt that they had to work and they're going for Parnosa and that's a mitzvah because you've got to put money on the table for your wife, for your children. Your wife is a demand to be mafarnasar, and that's called tzedakah b'choes when you bring back money for them. So that is what Torah HaShulchan is, explains why minion attendance started to go down in the 19th uh, Rabbi Kivalevich, I think it's inevitable in the industrial age when things are more scheduled. You know, when people have small businesses, and I know, so you can really are a lot more flexible. It's it's really a fallout of the industrial. It's, it's inevitable. I don't think it's, I can uh, blame people as much as, you know, the factory starts at a certain time, right. and you don't have a chance to go. You don't have choice however you want to do it. I think it just we have to deal with it. And now, uh, you know, with Corona, we're more, <laughs> you know, internet, we're more, we're back to more flexibility, hopefully. You know, with other uh, post-industrial, but during industrial, I think a lot of factors were really external. No, I, I think you're right, and, and the Aruch Hashulchan was writing, Epstein was writing in an industrial age. So you're correct. Once, uh, if it was going out to farm, although you want to get as much hours of sunlight as possible, again, things were a little bit different. Although the Mishnah. It does say in Brachos, and Sheila, you were with us when we were learning those Mishnayos, the Mishnayos and Brachos do talk about working, uh, even in the time of the Mishnah, before the Industrial Age. So, you're correct, though. When when, when jobs, there is no if, ands, or buts, it, it's, it's difficult. Uh, obviously, if you're your own boss, things are different. If you work for the man, um, and, and there are many people that are in that unfortunate type of state where they aren't able to daven b'tzibur. It's interesting that the authors of Tzurba, it's not my diuk, it's their impression that the Rambam does not, although the Rambam we started with tonight, he's the one who says tefillah is a mitzvah from the Torah. It's, it's what avoda really means. Take a look at what the Rambam explains davening b'tzibur. Tefillah hatzibur nishma'at tamid. God hears the tefillah of a tzibur. And as we saw it before in Rabbi Natan, a Baruch Hu is like the ten bags, like you said. In other words, practically, what, do you want to daven and Hashem is checking out all your weaknesses? The reason why you daven a tzibur is in order to get the benefit of the tzibur. Don't do it. Why? Because don't you want your tefillahs to be heard? Don't you want God to respond? You should get up early 
and you should go, even though many people just want to go home and sleep. You go to Bit Knesset, even though it's getting late, like we have the people here in this year. Once again, it's because of the utilitarian aspect of it. That's the reason why. Not necessarily because you're mechuyiv to be in a tzibur. In other words, it, it, you're helping the tzibur, as, 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 the, as the tzurba people write. Mechova hachevratit klapea tzibur kulo. In other words, you've got a responsibility. This way you're, you're joining them, creating a stronger unit for the tfilot to be netkabel. Because you're going together with the tzibur. That's why the Rambam says, if you don't come into the, if you, based on the Gemara, that you don't join the Beit Knesset, Nikra Shachain Ra. Why are you Shachain Ra? Because the more, the stronger. The more people we have, the greater chance of our tefillahs to be accepted. So you're sort of like a bad citizen by not doing it, but it's not a chiyuv. In other words, the point is, is that you have a greater, it's open batuach, it's going to be in Iskabel. So according to this, the authors of Tzurba want to say that it's not a chove hilchatit, like Rav Moshe explains the tour. Ela, what is tefillah betzibur? Sigula lakach Which, that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it, but I think when we stop here and we think about ourselves, and we have here a group of people that are part of our shear every night. Uh, I'm, me and Dr. Kogan, or <laughs> we've opted to maybe hope to be connected to the Tzibur, but not physically there. Uh, we've got the Rambam on our side, in a way. Um, and, you know, maybe the others can approach like the tour and the Shulchan Aruch and the way Ramosh explains it. Um, I do think with COVID and other things, I think we do have still a fear. And I think that's another reason why we can say, despite all the social distancing, again, when you're worried about something happening, you know, I I think the situation is a lot different. Uh, When there is the chance that bumping into somebody or a kid who connects to you or as you're walking out of the show, a sneeze, a cough or something like that. I know it sounds extreme. However, I think there's a difference, you know, in other words, you can't say we're shirking our chiyuvim. We're, we're giving up, we're being mavatir on the sure bet of the Rambam. We still hope that we can be part of Klal Yisrael in the same way, and, and we still pray together with Klal Yisrael. Again, obviously for pikuach nefesh and other reasons, of course you can daven at home. But I think there's a difference how you see what uh, the tzibur is. And I think this is an important uh, chiluk that we're making here. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.